DC Homeworks, would you like to know more? Hey guys, welcome back to the Art for Artists podcast, official podcast of digital and creative media works. My name is David DCM, creative director, lead writer, and I'm joined as always by my co-host Ben. I'm a citizen. Oh, alright, I guess we're this far in, and today we're talking about Starship, well, fuck, Star- the storytelling of Starship. Starship what Dovers. The, star- the storytelling, the storytelling of Starship. I love this movie. You know, you could let me finish the title, because that's where the music goes, usually. I love this movie. The storytelling of Starship Troopers. I'm going to cut that so that it sounds like we professionally know what we're doing, even though we don't. So, Ben basically set, he set me on I rewatched it, and then realized how You were like, David, go film. watch it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you can, I've got some notes, but you can start with what you want to talk about. So, like, we're just going through the storytelling. So, just like, I why? Mean, storytelling? Yes. I mean, where to begin? Where to begin? Probably, oh, the, this, probably the start. This a good film place. is incredible. Yeah? It's so bad in it's so many ways. It's real weird and bad, but also So, great. Starship Troopers is one of the... From, like, the original, like... Like, anti-war, anti-fascist... Mm. Like, parody films? Yes. Because there were... There's, there's plenty of films before Starship Troopers. Uh, war is bad. Don't don't shoot. Anti-fascism. Don't, don't shoot people. Don't be don't be a person in Nazi. Yeah, like nineteen eighty four, the movie. Mm. Starship Troopers was like ninety nine. Ninety two. Ah, two thousand and five. No, it's pretty early. Twenty fifth. Twenty anyway. So Starship Troopers is like I don't know when it was because the book. A lot of people who watched the film originally really didn't like it. Mm. To be fair, it is a pretty bad film. Um, <laughs> it's not great. Uh, but it's are, also amazing. There's elements of it which are terrible, um, namely the acting. The acting is horrible. But, but the it's the weirdest thing is you but don't notice. But the writing, yeah. It's so strange. The writing is surprisingly okay. Um, yeah, I think I think the acting is bad, but it it's the way that they do it really suits the... Like, it... It suits it, it, it now. It would, it would be bad, except that the film is set in a world where that's how people behave. Yeah. So it... Like the, for instance, like the main character is this weird, like wooden. He's, but, see, he's but, a he's a plank. But it he's but it really works because because that's like the kinds of people that live in this world. Well, yeah, because and it, the the girl the the girl the 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 initial love interest is obnoxiously overly like yeah, attractive. She, she's overly attractive and she's and in, just amazingly smart and yeah, very good at everything and she just does. A wet noodle. Yeah, just a wet. But noodle. at the same time, that's how people in this world yeah. are. Because so the film it, starts yeah. off well. Film starts off with propaganda, yes, and probably my favorite um, sort of ideal. Is yeah, that, you want to talk about the that when the film opens with the very obvious propaganda. Yeah, there's it goes it sort of it presents it as if it's like you know some sort of like heads up display or like a television set in that universe that you're watching. Yeah, like the would you like to know more stuff and like the bar at the top, and it's like an end card on a YouTube video. Yeah, and the idea is that. If you watch the film from the perspective that never actually stop watching the TV, yes, and the whole film is one big piece it, of propaganda because it's intercut with more of that. Because it is, yeah. Because yeah. the movie will cut like seamlessly between. Well, it's actually not seamless. It it'll cut in a way where, like, you know, when they're like, "Would you like to know more?" It'll select another like section, and the movie will continue. Mm. Like it's actually part of. You know, it's yeah. It's like ads within yes. this movie that you're watching yeah. of a world that you're currently in. Yep. And you know, and they do like news snippets and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's a weird thing where like you also see behind them filming news snippets sometimes, and you also see them doing news snippets. Well, yeah, because you see you see news snippets 
featuring characters that you then see in the that film. You send, that you've seen in the film. Like or, or the, that you Patrick will Harrison's yeah, that, character. A lot of the time it's stuff that you will see later yeah. in the film. And because and it's funny because a lot of people are like, oh, the movie's so ridiculous, especially compared to the book. Because the book's pretty kind of actually serious. Mm. The book isn't a joke, but the movie's a complete joke. Yeah. But it kind of makes sense because the propaganda is so just obviously fucking stupid mm. that it kind of makes the rest of the movie seem okay <laughs> well because it, it puts you in a world where that's how things are yeah you know like the the characters in that world are very much like you know all of the military people are like the dumb version of military you know like he's on the phone to it his partner very, yeah and and they just and like everyone's being a fucking they just all his the shit yeah. and it's like yeah but that's the world they live in it's ridiculous and stupid and no one yeah. should write that in a script but it so works like yeah. it's the weirdest thing they they present yeah. such a weird um view of military in general it's like, it's like a satire that knows it's a satire that's not. Satirical. It's also a, it's it's a satire that knows it's a satire, but it's actually still kind of progressive. Yes, this was back in the. I mean, I'm pretty sure this. Was... I think it was ninety two. I don't 90 remember. something. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. You know, if you look at the, I'm just no, putting it out there. the The army is coed. Like, yes, the army is pretty surprisingly evenly split and it's never it's never like brought it's up never as, an as issue thing. it's never mentioned there's literally just like an entire shower scene where they all everyone together. is naked yeah. but no one cares like yeah, no one's making it yeah because it's normal which is honestly that doesn't even happen now no that doesn't happen at that's all that's like the future is it's, in the past it's a weird thing where you watch that scene and you're like oh shit everyone's fucking naked and they're all talking what what the fuck? They're it's actually they're actually being it's, human it's like beings prison. to each other. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, yeah, it's like prison, but like a good, good prison. <laughs> it's like good prison. Good prison. Well, actually, this, the this, army is basically. There are a good lot prison. of parallels between the army in that film and actual prison. Like, uh, I think that's just the army. <laughs> I think that's just. I think, how the, the army I think military is. is basically like prison, but that's what the film is trying to say. Well, yeah, and that's kind of the message. Is it's like being like it's it's the. I mean, the film is an obvious anti-xenophobic, mm. literally xenophobic ideal. Yes, there are literally there are yeah. fucking xenomorphic fucking they're, insects or yeah, whatever. They're they're, al- they're like heavily inspired. But it's it's by so anything. ridiculously that that it kind of is reflexively satirical. Like it's it's a weird kind of like because it's so ridiculous about the way it treats that xenophobia. It's reflexive, and it's like you know what, people that people that are this xenophobic are ridiculous, but also it's ridiculous that we think that we know better than what yeah. they're doing. Like, it kind of... It's this kind of reflexivity where, where, like, whoever produced it knew that they don't... They're like, we don't have the answer either, but clearly this isn't it. Yeah. My favorite sort of example of that is... One of the... It's one of the propaganda ads, mm. like, halfway through the film. And they're talking about, like, the... How they have this... The aliens have this planet that creates all of these bug asteroids, which are just asteroids... They're just asteroids. Yeah, yeah. Like they call them bug just, asteroids to differentiate them yeah, from they're just our normal, asteroids. They're just normal rocks to villainize that them. They're flinging at us, and they're like, you know, you know, they pose a huge threat and they must be destroyed. And it zooms out, shows the galaxy, and it shows where they are. And then it's like, you are here in typical like yeah, it's, fucking it's on the other shopping side mall, of the fucking Milky Way, other side of the galaxy. Yeah. And then there's this tiny. It's like they must be destroyed. And there's this tiny little explosion yeah. of like poof, and it's poof. just, it's just comedy gold Genius. it's like it's the funniest it's so good because when you're watching it they're like they must be destroyed in your mind you're thinking like 
this is the kind of language we've heard, but then it just like throws this curveball of just how ridiculous the notion is. Mm. Like the film came out, like watching it now, I'm curious when the film came out. 92. 92? What's the saying it is? It's 92? I'm pretty sure. I just watched it and I remember looking at the file on my computer. I was like, 92? Okay. Because <laughs> what? Could be wrong, but we'll it... assume. Because like, no, nowadays, a post 9 11 viewing of it, you're like, fuck. Mm. They knew exactly what they were talking about. Yeah. Like, a city gets hit by a bug asteroid, and then suddenly we just fucking go to war. Yeah, immediately. Immediately. Like, not even just immediately go to war with this. It's a weird kind of, like, you know, you get a lot of people who are like, oh, we're getting closer to 1984. It's just like, no, we're not. Nah. We're nowhere near a 1984. Nah. Starship Troopers, though. On point. We, we, Dude, we are living. They, oh, there's, a, there's a moment where um, there's a really great scene early on where the, the main character, the main bloke and the army love interest, not, the, not his current girlfriend, yeah. she, she really likes him. Um, and there's a great moment in that where someone asks him why he joined and someone else make, says, she says it's because of a girl. And everyone she, thinks it's really funny. Yeah. Um, but she joined because of him. But she joined because of him. He reveals it later that she joined. Yeah, but at the same well, time... She, yeah, she joined. For, but for also for the reason to help. Like, both things. Whereas yeah. he just had one thing in mind. Well, like he joined, well, she joined, but then she transferred. He transferred to his unit. Yeah. But, but like, it doesn't seem like it's for him initially. You no. kind of... You're well, like, like the oh. first, like, the first time I saw her, I was like... I didn't realize it was the same character. Yeah. Because the hair was down. Yeah. The hair was, like, in up... I guess. Well, because it, it had been real free. It was up and in a hat. And I was like, yeah. was... when they looked at each other, I was just like, like, like they... another glove interest, but then you realize it's the same person. Same person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is kind of a nice. Another, another the same cardboard box as we saw. Even that is kind of a groovy little, like, touch that they've added to the story, which is just like, oh, well, you didn't recognize her because she's been institutionalized now. Yeah, it could be that. Because, like, a little... Or I'm just bad at noticing people. Well, whatever. We're going to throw some meaning <laughs> at it anyway. Yeah, we'll throw some meaning at it. Um, so I guess, like, one thing that I wanted to talk about a bit is the way that they kind of deal with the love stories. They kind of fake you out as to which one you're going to get the whole time. So yeah. there's there's two girls. There's one that is his girlfriend who is a genius, out, like, outrageously pilot. attractive pilot who's, like, smart and funny and good at everything. And she's real bloody talented and she's on a big ship or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he video calls her periodically. Literally once. Yeah, we, shown. we know that it happens more than <laughs> it's once. It's assumed it's more than yeah. once. And then we also get the uh, the character in his unit who yeah. is more down to earth. She doesn't really have a whole bunch of anything going on, but she's real loyal and she... Well, they, they sort of create a little group of friends, half of which we don't care about. Um, yeah, we care about him and Except her. for fucking Guile. <sighs> Mr. Blonde Spikehead, giant yeah. nose, who you big think, teeth. Who starts off God. as this cunt and then he's you, the best you, you love him. You're like, he's amazing. <laughs> he is easily he's the best He's so good. He's just film. like, he's just a good person. He's such a character. But it killer. starts off as like, it, the weirdest thing about that is you, it, it really subverts your expectation of the He starts off as a villain. But almost immediately. Almost immediately becomes a, like, a friend. main character. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, cool. And comic relief. Which is great. And yeah. then you get this girl as well. So basically what happens is they flip... So you think it's going to be about, like, she's gonna, this, this girl's going to croon over him and he's going to pine for this other chick and they're yeah. eventually going to get together. The second that you think it's going to happen, they fake it out and the opposite happens, yeah. where suddenly he kind of likes her and then the girlfriend comes back into the picture. Yeah. And then him and the girlfriend, and then she vanishes and he thinks she's dead and she thinks he's dead and then him yeah, and this they girl look like everyone's real buddy. dead. And it's this weird and thing where, like... they just meet each other at the end, yeah. but he's, at that point, he so doesn't care. 
Yeah. And like the last time, because well, because he fuck because he sleeps with the. He's with the girl who dies. Yeah, the the military the girl in his unit. But then he but when he does it, he thinks that his girlfriend like it's this. He thinks weird... his girlfriend's basically broken up with him. Yes, because she kind so of he did. thinks he's never going to see her again, and then she thinks he dies because he went on. Yeah, of course they. That's the. Yeah, that's the funniest thing. They that because for me, like when they when she like put his name in and it was like AIA, and I'm like, you mean MIA? Mm. He's he's not like with military. You're MIA until you're confirmed dead. Well, they had his body, and then they put him in the tank, didn't they? Well, that was the funny thing. That like, was what I think that was. He the was literally fu- just missing, and they're like, "Yeah, he's killed in that." Well, no, because he wasn't. Well, what what it was is that he they wasn't. They found him dead. They found him and dead, they and then they reconstructed him for. Some yeah, reason? well, because they put him in the special unit, the hard noses or whatever. Yeah, the roughnecks is what they're. Yeah, roughnecks. Oh god, that hard. Um, yeah, the roughnecks or whatever that unit is called. I think it was something like that. Something like that, and they're like the elite. Yeah. So he died, and they were like, "We need this guy back." They're the elite that have the exact same gear as everyone else. <laughs> yes. Which no, that's really clever because yeah. it just means that they're real bloody good at their jobs. I think it's more for me. That was more of just a case of just like you guys are arbitrarily special. You're actually the same. It yeah. still takes six of you to take down a single yeah. bug because we have highly inefficient weapons, and for yeah. some reason that's still easy. And even though we've seen that, even though we've seen that putting a grenade in the mouth works, we don't do that every time for some yeah. reason. Yeah, and like we, we why just, don't we have grenade launchers? Use those. Like we have these giant starships. Yeah, but we haven't developed our infantry like the rest of the planet. Yeah, we can't just glass the planet for some reason. And I think that was an intentional choice because if they had gone like, oh, we have space guns and lasers, it would have reduced uh, the effectiveness yeah. of the planet. This is like again, like if, if like you watch Star Wars, you don't compare Star Wars to yeah, because you they're, they're completely separate. Because they've got light swords and they have lightsabers and pew pew and. Whereas everyone... with this, like yeah, the parallels like... are so there. Yeah, like they they do this thing where like the um, the ship is a bit like you think the ship you think the ship the girlfriend is on is exploded it's in the sky, um, but it's fine. And the, they do this. Everyone else on the ship dies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do this really interesting thing immediately after that where the he doesn't react at all. He's like, yeah. well, she broke up with me, and also it's the army. Yeah, because when they when they crash land, and he gets the distress signal from them, he's like, "Oh, we gotta get her." Then he like hears over the radio that like you know this is like, oh no, and then it cuts out, yeah. and he like every other action film, it's like, "Oh, we have to, she'll still be alive." But then he's like, "He's like she's dead." No, nah, actually, she's dead. He goes, "She's dead," but I'm going to find her. <laughs> yeah, that was a, yeah. And yeah, then like immediately he's like, "He's dead. She's dead." But I'm gonna go anyway. She, he goes, "She's dead. I need one volunteer." Yeah. And it's like, whoa, oh, that's really intense. Like, he just immediately is like, she's dead, let's move on. Which is kind of cool. Like, that, to me, that's a really interesting choice. Because at that point, he's, like... Yes. He, he's he in charge. the ranks so far. Well, I think the reason is, the idea there is that... He gets military, he gets well, battlefield promotion. Yeah, and the idea of that is that people die so much. And it's just like, you're in charge now. And yeah, the, like, this guy who's been doing this for like a month is now the guy teaching other soldiers how yeah. to be soldiers. Which is, like, so indicative of the problems with military. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just such a great parallel for, like, the biggest problem with military is People teaching people how to kill other people. But it's people teaching people how to do what you're told by other people who don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Who enjoy being... Who enjoy telling people what to do. Who don't have to go tell them. Yes. (laughs) And it's like, that is just such a problem with the structure of the military. And the film... It's a problem with military. Yeah. Wars in general. It's ridiculous. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, something, something, respect military Australia. But, like, the problem I have... Well, I mean, I think... 
Yes. Like if obviously like there will always be boots on the ground because mm. you're not gonna take a village by on the ground. Mm. You're not gonna take a village by driving a tank and being like, I have a tank, respect me. Everyone's gonna be like, No, I'm gonna throw rocks at you. You basically have walked in, you're like, My dick is bigger than yours. Yeah, you're gonna walk in with a gun that you can point at someone and be like, I have a gun, respect me and they're like, like I have a gun on okay, a dump. Okay, I don't particularly want to shoot yeah. you. you know? You're not gonna be like, Oh, stop throwing rocks at me. It's like, What are you gonna do? Aim the tank at me? It's just like I might. It's like, alright, go ahead and slowly and they've moved, but they already they moved. They just by move, then. yeah. It's like, like, yeah, I get what you're saying. They'll always like military will always have infantry, mm. which is again another thing the film really nailed. It really on nailed the, head. the mm. fact that you know military will always have infantry and there'll always be a drive for like you know, oh, it's super respectful. Get bodies in the, in yeah. the get bodies in the boots, basically. And you know when they like they could have easily just you know planet from orbit, but they don't. Because they wanted to yeah. draw the parallels of, you know, what happens when you put boots on the ground? And then it's everyone also like, fucking dies. Everyone dies. And then it also, you know, they do raise the question of, like, what if... They have a gun which just shoots nukes, right? Yeah. It's like a fat it's man. It's mini nukes, It's yeah. basically a fat man. It's, an, it's literally an RPG that fights. Yeah. So, like, the thing that's interesting about that is that tells us that they could use... They could just nuke the whole planet. They could, they could glass it. Thing, but they don't for but some they, Well, they don't because that's not the way that the military deals with problems like this. Well, they don't because they have outposts on yeah which is like it's, I mean, it's just like it's if you're literal... fighting them are you putting out like that's Fuck, like it's that's so not fighting them that's such a colonial it's so iraq it's like, a very just like it's... we're installing it's weirdly freedom. it's weirdly so predictive of what happened with with, it is. with bush and his, it is his really strangely it's on just, the nose it's I, just very odd I, which just seems to me that they've the the writers have the end of the book <laughs> not that i was gonna say that they've 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 they've, they've intuited deeply the problems and and the way that military and government tend to tend to function. Well, because the thing is, the guy who wrote the book hates the film. Yeah, the guy, the guy who, who made the film hates the read half the book and then was like, yeah. <laughs> and because I think and that, it really shows. I think it's it's genius the way that he made the film because he's he basically is like this source material looks at the military in this way, um, and I think it's ridiculous to be that. He's basically saying it's ridiculous to be this anti-fascist, yeah, but also the, being the fascist book is not very great. cut and dry anti. Whereas his is very, like, anti-military, but also, I don't know the best solution. So everything that anyone suggests, like, it, it comes back to this idea that the whole film is based on, which is that anyone who says they know what they're doing and they have all the answers is a fucking yeah. idiot. The thing is, the movie doesn't even end on a resolution. It ends on a slight military advantage. Oh, we found the brain bug and we've started doing testing. Mm. That's how the movie ends. The movie mm. doesn't end with... We found the brain bug. We killed them all. We researched mate. it. We figured out how to kill them all because that's not a solution. <laughs> yeah, it's like if they like they do the right thing by not presenting that as the final point. Because it's just it's another not. step. Yeah, because by the end of the film, you don't really you're like you know guys like. And the other thing, the, really the other thing you've got to ask yourself is like, how many other news reports have been like that? Where they're like, oh, we've we've done this next small. Think about like the way that they report on ongoing invasions and stuff, because that's what they are. Yeah. Um, think about the way they report. They they're always reporting like small things that they've done that are getting them one step closer to leaving. Yeah. That's what that ending is. That ending is like one one closing of a tiny cycle of like fifteen hundred cycles during that war. Yeah. So it's this really like sense of you get this real sense that. They didn't make any difference at all, but at the same time, people are going to believe they did, and that's that's yeah. enough, you know? That's enough for the people on the other side of the world. Yeah, because that's really all they care about, is that they think that what's happening is progress, when in reality, not a whole lot's changed. 
You know, all these people have died for pretty much nothing. But the guy who made the film is also acknowledging but they also kind of died for something. Like, it's this very sort of paradoxical acknowledgement of both well, sides of the argument. it's the kind of thing where it's just like, if they, you know, if you die for something that, like, that you as the person who died believe in, then it's like, well, good job. Sometimes like, that's enough. You yeah, know? like, it yeah. may not be the right thing, but it's like, I mean, it's not like you can change your mind you're, anymore. You're, yeah, you're, you're dead. dead. You're dead. You, you, can't, like, be, you can't be pissed like, off. sure, like, people in the future may then be like, actually, you know what, they their lives, like, they died for the wrong reason, but mm. it doesn't affect you anymore. Because you're dead. Because you're dead. You know? Exactly. Like, you may have inadvertently caused, you know, a horrible future for, mm. the, for the remainder of your family, assuming you had a family because you died. Mm. But it's like, you know, they, whether they died for nothing or died for a reason, they're dead. Mm. It's like... And that's, I think that's kind of one of the points of the film. Like, it, it it, it, introduces ideas like that, but it doesn't, like, it never feels like it's preaching to you the right thing. No. It's always just going, hey, have a, have a deeper think about this thing that exists. That's all it does, is that's like, hey, maybe just reconsider what you think about this stuff that's happening. Yeah. Um, it, it never really tells you what to do. It just says, hey, this is happening, this, this exists. Well, you know, maybe just think about it more deeply. Think about the way that the military functions more deeply. Think about the way these cycles of news and propaganda function more yeah. deeply. And it never says, I have the solution. I wonder if there's a... Sort of, if you go back and watch the film, sort of... A before and after period of mm. That's a very odd point in the film. Because mm. it's dead smack halfway through the movie. Yeah. And it's a weird kind of plot device. Where it's just like, you know, if they're bringing people back, you know, if they're bringing bodies back and rebuilding people mm. who are considered dead, yeah, it's just like, I would, like, if I had that kind of technology as well, I would just have farms of these things. Mm. But instead, we get this perspective of him in a huge lab in the center of the room. Mm. And apparently it's very important because there's like three lab techs in there. Yeah. And then also even more strangely, two ragtag kids are allowed to run. Like, hey, hey, hey dickhead! Wake up from your literal rebirth. Wake up from death, bitch. Like, it's but so, for them it's so normal as well. Yeah, but it's so weird. It's just like they they either have a lot of space and they just you know didn't have the budget to, or it's an actual sort of more important part of the film because mm. when before then he's part of just the regular regiment. Yeah, and after that, he's in the roughnecks. I think it's the point. I think it's supposed to be like the death of, like it's it's on the nose. But I think is it's, it like the death of his humanity or something? No, it's it's like the death of the kind of like it's a death of part of what he was before he joined. Yeah. So he he went from being I think it's the person he went from being the guy who joined for his girlfriend. That's the point where he dies, he went, and he then went from joining for his girlfriend, and then he stayed because literally he had nothing to go back to. Yeah. Which is why he, I think he dies, because that's like everything that he was is gone, so this is all he's got now. Yeah. So Which he, is kind of a positive... He dies in the first fight, where apparently millions of other people died. Yeah. Um, like in that in, in the initial, you know, literally D-Day. Like, yeah. even the ships with the way that the doors yeah. open, how they yeah. open, like... <laughs> like Gallipoli. Like, yeah. yeah, like the Gallipoli. Yeah. And it's like, and they just got mowed down. Oh, yeah. And, well, it's a bit different, because in the film, they to the ship 
But it's a weird sort of turning point for the film. Then after that, he's pretty cold. Like he doesn't well, really. Yeah, he. It's because it, he's now institutionalized. Like it, it's. Yeah. It's the it's the exit from society and it's the entry into the military. Yeah. Really, um, and it's kind of this implication that there's something that happens when you're involved in something like that. That means that the impact the military structures had on you is finalized. Like it. It goes from being a thing that you adhere to to a thing that you live. Yeah. And it's after that point that you no longer are able to not be like that. You know, if you think about people that you know who've, who are in, who are, have served in the military um, and are just now in the world doing stuff, even if they weren't, like, in fighting or anything, they just were in the, in the structure for many years. A lot of them tend to, like, be really... They, they'll make decisions that are very, like, unfair because they're used to having a structure. Yeah. So, like, they'll expect you to respect them because they have a better job than you or because they're older and stuff like that. And it can lead, like, you kind of, as a person that's never served, you're like, well, that's, that's not how the world works. But for them, you know, that's how the world has always worked because they've been serving for, like, 15 years or whatever it is. I feel like the film's trying to get at that a little bit where he died, like, he's now part of the structure of the military so much so that he no longer has any kind of concept of anything outside of it. Like, these buddies that he's got are pretty much the only people that he knows now. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. And that's even, like, built on by the fact that the girlfriend doesn't know he's alive. Yeah. It's like even... And even when she's... I thought you were dead. He he's, doesn't give a fuck. No, he's like, bitch. He's just like, uh, excuse you, my friend back there is currently dying. Like, bitch, I'm busy. Like, I'm fucking get us back to the shit. I'm busy, woman. Yeah, you know? like, it's... There's there's one deleted scene. This is more related to the movie. There's one deleted scene that actually will expand on the obnoxiously attractive person and the other guy yeah the yeah the guy in, the, the guy in her one. ship yeah 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 and there's like one scene and i'm pretty sure they only filmed it so they could get her in a bra or something <laughs> um, nice but that like without the movie like the movie without that is kind of like you don't know why the girlfriend and the guy are so like real close like, to with each other yeah. like it is very like kind of forced and I, like they, they they cut the scene for time because the movie is long enough as it is yeah. like two and a half hours there's a lot of action as well there's a lot of, it just doesn't it, the film doesn't really stop no well because I was watching it because I, I was um I was capturing footage for the Mad Max Potato Clinic while I was watching it um so like I I just you just I, look back it's like oh it's another fight scene <laughs> no it was kind of like the battle like I, I kind of like it's it was this weird thing where I was like, "Oh, this." I was like, "Oh, we've we've been through like forty minutes." No, we've no, it's we've been oh. through half an hour. Like, yeah. I, I just never, I had no sense of how long it was when it was happening. Um, I guess, like you know, on top of everything else that's been done, that's some of the best CG. If it's time, yeah, it was really yeah. good. Well, it even looks better than still good. Looks better than the prequels. Like it still holds up. It doesn't look flat like, ever. Can, no, like the the bugs look incredible. Yeah. Which is it's really weird that, that that stuff looks so good. They, it's like the way they did it is that they actually, the bug movements are CG, mm. but the bugs themselves are puppets. Ah. So they're mechanical puppets mm. that they filmed, but then they CG them. That's cool. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So they were, that's why they're able to get the huge swarms, but it's why when they have like one-on-one or there's just one of them, they still look really good. Yeah. Like all the blood effects are done like practical like mm. you know how they yeah so it has that old alien 
film. Yeah. It has that, like, alien level of, like, everything, everything practical. Feels, everything, everything feels very real. Everything looks, like, and everything looks so old. Yeah. And sort of not real that it looks... Like, everything looks so, like, kind of dumb and cheesy that it fits. Yes. Because it, cause it's not it's, smooth. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not it's glistened an, and it's shitty an aesthetic, CG. Because yeah. Yeah. if they had done CG back then, it would have been horrible. Because it's, mm, it's pre-Matrix. Yeah. Even around the Matrix. Yeah. But it's like... Yeah, it's that it's that Jurassic Park era of mm, a very CG. practical. But like, then they blew it out to a scale which was just impressive. Very impressive, yeah. Like I, because I, I wasn't expecting it because I knew it was an old film. Yeah, and I saw it. I was like, whoa, that's amazing! The, like it's really impressive. The, um, the space battles. So you know the shot where their ship gets sliced in half, mm. and it's like it shows like the inside. Yes, like that's actually a model. See, that's and, like really that's cool. why it looks really insanely yeah. detailed because mm. it's actually just like you know a scaled down model. Mm. Um, most of the um, most of the space scenes. Like the background ships are CG, yeah. But like any of the ships that are moving, yeah, they're models like within scene, they're models. That's to me, that's like it's it's this weird like crossover of practical and you know like post Star Wars, post Jurassic Park practical, but like elements of CG put in, you know, right when CG was starting to become viable. Well, it's like part of the reason that the Force and Awakens looks so good. Yeah, same same it's, reason. It's, it's going back to that half practical. CG only and like kind of understanding when practical really works and how to make it work as yeah, well, which is most of the time I make it because it looks really good. Yeah, it looks <laughs> really good. And like the, one of the things that I really enjoyed about this film, because I, I didn't know anything about it when you sent yeah. it to me, you were like, you should watch this, and I was like, okay, you know. Um, one of the things I really sort of thought was interesting is it never at no point does the film try and tell you what it's about. It's just, like. No, other, it just other, other films. Other films would like, like even if they just started, like they would give you a little bit about like what the film should be. This one just kind of things keep happening, and there's never yeah. a point where you stop to go, "Oh, this is a film about this guy." It's it's like things are just happening. Like it yeah, just there's no real plot holes because there's no real plot, <laughs> which is really interesting because what it, what you end up with is you end up with a focus on character, not on plot. Yeah, no, and not even the characters, just the general. Like you almost general start generalizing the military as one. Yeah, you start to view them and their squad as one entity. Yeah, and like um, it's just sort of represented by this guy by because, these people because no one else really talks. Like no one else, yeah. and the only people who are, like, if anyone else does talk, they immediately then die. Like yes. literally in that film, if there's a shot, if there's a wide angle shot of someone yelling, someone and like back turned to the fight. Two seconds dead later, they're dead. Yeah, like they're just dead. You know, whether it's yeah, yeah. bug out of nowhere or just burnt, like just they're dead. That's very like just disposable. Yeah, what's well, really symbolic as well. It's like the minute that you have a voice, you can't be in the military. Basically, <laughs> that's a good, that's yeah. pretty clever, actually, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's a great film, and I really it it really ages well. So I really think it's worth checking out. It um, is. It yeah, it's yeah. definitely done well. Mm. Oh, a, I agree. Watching it now, it's like it's a lot better. Yeah, I, I watched it. There's. There's two like director DVD sequels. Oh whoa! Yeah. Okay. Like they really they they Ooh, knew that they boy. were a shit film. Are they? So they they're terrible. Okay. They're really bad. they're not worth. Same actors. Mm. I mean, if you really want more of that I'd... cardboard goodness, no, no. I also not... never has a director DVD sequel been good. No. See Donnie Darko too. Um, Fuck man. <laughs> yeah, that was the no. second one. Yeah, that's the uh, problem. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so. Look, I guess, you know, it's worth checking out, and I 
Yeah, I mean, let us know what you think of this of this film. Like, I really think the way they did the storytelling was really, really good. Um, and I really enjoyed. Like, I was, I didn't know anything, and I really loved yeah, it. Yeah, it's so. one of those films where you can just kind of you can sit down, leave your brain at the door, enjoy it, and then you pick your brain up. You're like, actually, like, what, this, <laughs> what have you been doing, Brian? Yeah, you're like, you wait know? a minute. Whoa. Yeah, film. actually, you can. That's a yeah. great way of, of describing it. Yeah. Um, Ben, where can people find us? <laughs> Every week. Um, patreon.com slash DCMworks. Um, if you want to help support us. Uh, we follow hashtag AFA pod if you want to let us know what you thought. Uh, you can drop it in the comments of the YouTube video if that's where you're watching it. Um, wherever you consume this, you know, give it a favorite, a like, an upvote, downvote, a side vote. Um, whatever, do a Reddit, I don't Log. know, re- retweet it, whatever you do. Do it if you want or don't. Um, and yeah, we judge. Don't, we don't judge. Um, and that's it from us. Um, hope you guys enjoyed and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. And like the gameplay is super fun. And like because those three things are there, it's like it's exceptionally good. I could do it in a heartbeat and make millions, but it would feel like gouging my soul out. Yeah. Jurassic Park's a little more like DDR. If Shrek is a fairy tale creature, can he actually own land and want to kick them off? Where did that come from? You have to make a lot of shit up to make it up. Yeah. That's like that's just the truth. Like, 